this is Brian Wampler with another episode of the Chasing Tone Podcast. The podcast about guitars, amps, effects, as well as a healthy dose of interesting off-topic discussions. Joining me today again is Blake Wyland, host of the Tone Mob Podcast, an entrepreneur and effects pedal junkie, as well as Richard Oliver, Wampler's own man of many hats, a longtime tone chaser and a digital entrepreneur. Hello, fellas. Hi. Good morning, sultry Blake and average Brian. I'm just waiting <laughs> for this clicking sound to start again. I know it's going to. So, so to those listening, we've, we've been troubleshooting audio problems, which for a bunch of audio people, you would think would not be a big deal. But it actually has been one of those ghost type of problems where you move a cable, the sound gets worse. You move it a little bit more, it suddenly clears up, and we have no idea why. And you, you change the cable cables, out. After changing the mics. <laughs> switch inputs. Mm-hmm. It's I think just like chasing down pedal board problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Changing the Blake was the best thing we did. That made it work. Getting <laughs> we tried a, new a new Blake. Blake? Yeah, that, that, that worked. <laughs> yeah, this one took his hat off, and now yeah, it's better. Blake 2.0, who has no hair on the top of his head right now. Oh, it feels great. Oh, it's the way to live, boys, I'm telling it, it, you. Uh, no, I agree. Mine is too long, because you get out of the shower, well, you go into the shower, and you put, like, one small thimble full of... Uh, shower gel on your head and that does it and it dries instantaneously when you get out (laughs) it's it's just time saving everyone should shave their head oh it's great I love it for long I won't have to shave my head at all I just won't have any hair (laughs) I was thinking about this Bri you need to grow it really long at the sides you need to get the mad professor look now the skullet I have a a daughter in high school and um, I keep telling her I'm going to grow a skullet out I keep telling she's like, you better not. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I am. Why not? <laughs> I'm going to Joe Dirt that thing up every time I'm at a school function. I mean, if you look at Gen Z's general aesthetic, I think they would be into that. I think they would like that. I don't understand. Um, I'm so old, I don't understand a lot of that. You know, you know the mom like, jeans are They talk are about back, caps. Like, and yeah. Even the language, the lingo. <laughs> I'm I'm boomering right now for All those who don't fan. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, what does caps have to do with this? I don't understand. And what is a bougie? <laughs> what is this bougie thing you're talking about? Has the meaning of caps <laughs> changed again? Because it started off being about hats, and then it was about uh, like bullets. What does it mean now? Um, I'm, you know, I'm so old at this point that I don't even look it up. I don't know. I, I think it means that's a fact, but I could be wrong, so don't quote me. Everyone's everyone's googling right now, and they're they're the three Gen Zers that listen to this podcast are just face palming so hard. They oh, just... we're totally going to be on Boomer posting or whatever. <laughs> I live to be on such things. My daughter's just dyed half of her hair bright green, and it looks surprisingly good. But then I said to her, "Oh, you look like Billie Eilish." She didn't like that. That oh, that's not a good thing. Well, she doesn't want to look like anyone. She's an individual, Blake, please. Just like me. I don't look like anyone else either. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an individual just like my family. That's Um, right. Chris Benson of uh, Benson Amps, he recently moved to my town. They're in the last year or so. And he says he keeps walking around and he'll think he sees me. And it's not me. It's somebody who just looks like me. There, I, I mean, there are a hideous number of people that look... And actually, hideous is probably the, the wrong adjective to use there. <laughs> but there are a, a large number of people that look like Jason, who used to work with us. Um, 
Uh, in fact, I think uh, at least one of them is on our tone group, and it always freaks me out. He's like on every single bit of clip art. It's like, what, what is Jason moonlighting again? Um, so, yeah, some people just have that face. Luckily, not me. Yeah. Usually it's from, I, I called Chris out on it. I was like, not everybody looks like me. You're so weird. And then my sister said she was at the store and she almost tapped a man on the shoulder who she thought was me and then realized it was not. So, yeah. Um, apparently there are a lot of people that look like me. I haven't seen them, but maybe that's because, I don't know, I'm ignorant or something. Well, that is a given. But at the same point, uh, we should start a Blake-alike trend. That would be amazing. We should have Blake-alikes, imposter Blakes in every town. I like like, like instead of where's Waldo, where's Blake? Hashtag where's Blake? Yeah, instead of where's Waldo or where's Wampler, which was a hashtag yeah. that got shared just a little bit over the weekend. I don't know whether anyone noticed anything there. So, oh. yeah, we were, we were like, what are we going to talk about? Like, oh, I guess we could talk about the fact that the Wampler 146,000 follower Instagram just went poof. Gone. I got. I got to admit, it was kind of like a vacation. I'm like, <laughs> all right, well, this shit isn't going to be fixed for weeks, so I'm just going to kick back here and relax. He oh, did have a much more relaxed attitude about it than me. See, I was the one who discovered it because I'd get up in a different time zone to Brian, and uh, I naturally thought, well, this is just you know, I've logged in incorrectly, or there is something stupid that I've done. But no, uh, I noticed at like 8 o'clock in the morning UK time that the account was gone. So my natural uh, text to Brian was, what did you do to the Instagram account? <laughs> uh, I had to wait no. about 10 hours for him to wake yeah. up, of course. And I was like, I didn't do anything. No cap. <laughs> you know? No cap. No cap. No cap. That means Brian has looked it up and knows what it means because he's, <laughs> he's using it in a context which definitely makes me feel stupid, if not uh, look stupid. I mean, I understand our Instagram had drip. You know? <laughs> yeah. I do understand that. It I'll did, give yeah. you uh, drip. I'll drip you. See, I'm using the dad joke formula. It never that fails. Doesn't, that doesn't work. It sounds rude and I don't you like know? it. I'm not there for that. I, I was all like, sheesh. You know, <laughs> you know, if you have turn. drip, I'm I'm under the impression that that's not a good thing. No, I believe you need to see medical intervention or trendy sense of style. I would say that if oh, you've got drip, me. you should immediately seek out a consultant urologist because that could lead to uh, longer term I'm, issues in old age. Drip from my prostate. I tell you what. <laughs> no, you didn't go there. Ew. Oh, he did. Sorry, that's, that's, listeners. That's, no, oh, that's for Patreon. That's too intense for the general population. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. That, Get a little taste of the Patreon side, I suppose. That That's too intense. So back to the um, slightly concerning how uh, <laughs> Instagram can just switch you off like that. But uh, yeah, so we, we just discovered our account had gone and there was no warning. There were no emails, yeah. no messages. It literally, it literally said, log in again. And I was like, huh. 
okay. So, of course, Brian's immediate natural reaction uh, was definitely to just blame me for making stupid posts. So, first thing he picked <laughs> up on was the post I made of screwdrivers as fuses. It was like, you've been encouraging bad electrical practices. You need, <laughs> you need to check yourself, Richard. Well, the, see... The- the problem is that, like, that's not too far-fetched in today's internet culture. Like, somebody somewhere... Well, actually, we saw somebody that actually did get offended, I think, on the Facebook page. And we were like, About that calm post? down, Stan, you know? <laughs> people get offended like, by everything we post now. It's difficult not to offend people. I have to think wait, very carefully. Wait, they were offended by the screwdriver the, post. Yeah, because we were... we we <laughs> Because it could potentially cause harm to someone that would try something like that. I'm like, well, they're an absolute effing idiot if they were to do that. So there's some natural selection involved there. So the, yeah. for the listeners who have not seen the post in question, maybe you can explain to them what sure. was uh, so, represented. Um, imagine just a, a plain old fuse and a fuse panel. And instead of like, like a in a fuse, house. like in a house, yeah. instead of that, it was like two rusty screwdrivers in there. And I forget what, what the caption was. What, what was we caption? Could, well, I, I forget, but well, I was basically something about guitar tone. No, I was blaming yeah. the internet outage of uh, oh the Facebook, Facebook outage. and yeah. Instagram, yes. which in no way is coincidental when considered next to our outage. Um, yeah, I was compared just saying, you know, that was Brian. He was he was playing with the electrics, uh, you know, slow blow flu fuse, all of that sort of malarkey but right. it wasn't me Brian and I'm mortally offended that you mm-hmm. think that the quality of my posting is such that it would get us banned if I've offended you I forgive you um, <laughs> Travis Feaster Travis <laughs> Feaster <laughs> um, so it's we funny I logged in like that. it says error your account has been disabled for violating our terms learn how you may be able to, may, may be able to restore your account learn more so I click learn more what does it say of course your Instagram account was deactivated. Um, hold on. That's not the right page. Where's, where's the good one? Where's the really good one? The Sorry, one with a picture there. of Mark Zuckerberg been, pointing at your, you. Just going, your account has you. been disabled for pretending to be someone else. You won't be able to log into this account. No one else will be able to see it. If you think this was a mistake, let us know. So, of course, I like, let us know. And there was nothing but crickets. Like it was. It <laughs> well, was like, no, you've shortened the process, Brian. First of all, you had to take a photo of the town where you were born. <laughs> then you had to send them in your exact cubic capacity uh, weight, uh, you mass and size. You then <laughs> had to get every living member of your family to take a photo with today's newspaper and send that <laughs> over to Instagram. And once they finally verified that you were, in fact, a human being, uh, they then sent you another helpful message that just went, error, you don't exist, right? That's, <laughs> right. that's sort of what happened. Right. So, and of course, you know, like I'm calling everybody I possibly could, you know, possibly ever met that might know someone that might know someone that works at Facebook or Instagram. So finally we did get through and got a person and um, sent all the, I I literally like every day, twice a day, I was like, I was resubmitting this form, the same form. And, I was badgering him twice a day to do it as well because I knew yeah. he didn't want to do it. I was like, then, like, we got to do it. I'm sorry. Please don't after hate After what, four or five days, they basically sent an email and said, oops, we messed up. Our mistake. My bad. Here you go. Here's your account back. We'll be right back. 
Is real music dying? What even is real music and who are we to judge that? Well, my father is a lifelong musician and together we've been making music for over a decade. In our new podcast, we dare to ask the urgent, the weird and the deep questions. And we have a lot of wild stories to tell. No matter what genres you enjoy, whether you're a musician, a producer or a listener, we invite you to discover unconventional perspectives on music. So tune in and go follow Mad Makings of Music wherever you listen to podcasts. That was it. Was like, did, so did that come from the automated process or did that come from... Because like that guy John from True Vintage Guitar, was who, to who was us. awesome by yes. the way, I, I yeah, exchanged a few emails helpful. with him, and uh, extremely helpful. Let's just say it's ended up with me saying, if a guitar of this age ever crosses your path, then please let me know, John. Uh, but th- <laughs> thanks for hooking us up there, Blake. That was really useful. Um, so as much as it is annoying uh, when things like this happen, it was also through Instagram that that got hooked up because before there was a. a normal graphic that Richard made to share around. I was like, well, let's see what I can do. And I just whipped up something really fast. Uh, and he commented, like a bunch of people saw the post on my Instagram. And then that's where John came from. So he, right. somebody tagged him cause that had recently happened to him. <clears throat> and you know, so it's annoying, yeah. but through this wonderful connectivity that old Zucks yeah. gave us, we were able to, Figure it out. Yeah, there was uh, several people. Another Pete Thorne actually helped out quite a bit. He knew someone um, that he knew someone that knew someone or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and some other people that I shall go unnamed helped. Well, yeah, too. I mean, Brian, if at this point you could just uh, like fade in some very romantic slushy music, um, like an award speech kind of thing. I just want to thank my mum, uh, everybody involved, but mainly the entire community that got behind us and helped us out because. Actually, you know, jokes aside, it was really, really nice to see everyone just like, what? No, this is stupid. We will help instantly. Mm-hmm, so yeah. thank you, everybody. So so literally the what I was sent from Insta or Facebook was, hi, it looks like your account was deactivated by mistake. Sorry for the inconvenience. You can now log in. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no explanation, though. No yeah. explanation. Just, just oops. oops. Yeah. P.S. Yeah. Click on this tracking link here so that right, I can right. I can find out who you are. We we notice you've been looking at a lot of guitars lately. Yeah. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, it, the outage and then that going down does illustrate. <clears throat> excuse me, how important it is to have other avenues of communication with your people. Yes, sir. Time. Because when when the outage was down, I published an episode with. Uh, Buzz Osborne from the Melvins, which was a pretty big get for me, and I was super excited. Yeah, huge. And I couldn't tell anybody about it on on the interwebs in the traditional way that I would. And I went, wait a minute, I do have this awesome text group. And so I was like, well, there's not as many people on here, but at least they're the most engaged people, the people that I communicate with all the time, and they talk back to me. And I was able to send it to them at the very least, and I was like, wow, I'm so glad that we have... Both of our podcasts that are, you know, for the most part, a direct link to people and other avenues to actually be able to be able to converse that aren't filtered through these services because they're, it shows how much 
you know, gatekeeping they have and control they have. They, I mean, Facebook went down for like eight hours and everyone was like, what's going to happen? Ah! <laughs> it's the I, end I, of I'm the world. I'm not going to say I that was it. everybody, Blake. Me and Bry were like, I'm just cracking open a bottle of cognac now. <laughs> right, I'm like, just lighting a cigar. Down, you say. <laughs> this seems a lot like a vacation day. Yeah. <laughs> That's mean, the thing is, you knew it was going to come back. <laughs> it wasn't going to stay offline, you know. Much like an oil supply pipeline was not going to stay down forever. You know, they're going to fix right. it. So uh, somebody suggested we reach out to the awesome uh, band Suicidal Tendencies, who had also had their Instagram account taken down because there were suicide references in their name. I can't see... Oh, you don't say. I, oh, I can't really? see how so you strange. figured that one out. Um, mm. I mean, if we were on the Patreon, I would bring up the worst band name I know, but we're not, so I can't. But it's a very bad couple of words. Uh, I will mention it on the Patreon, but uh, yeah. Um, so they were the down same for, one I'm thinking of right now. It begins with an A. Um, <laughs> yes, it is, the, it is the same one I'm thinking of right now. And it's uh, not American Cyclops, even though the initials no, are the same. The initials are exactly that. I didn't realize that. That's good mm-hmm. marketing, Blake. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, and uh, we, we were on the point of like, we should maybe reach out to them, but they were off for three weeks because of that. And it just shows there is a whole, a whole culture of instant banning that you can be victim to. Uh, if you're not careful with the amount of screwdrivers you post. Bet. <laughs> did, he, did he just make a sheep noise? That, <laughs> I, said, I said bet. Bet. B-E-T. Uh, okay, I, I That bet. one I actually am familiar with. That one <laughs> I'm not totally disconnected yet. Is, is it the same as betting on something? It's the same spelling, but it's not, it's not the same thing. It's like saying you bet. Like, okay, uh, that yeah. I could have figured out with you know much old man beard scratching and, and mm-hmm. pipe chugging. That's fine. There's another interesting trend that I've noticed. It's it started when I began commuting, communicating with people directly that were just a little bit younger mm-hmm. than me, like four to six years younger than me. I thought There's you were going to say four to gap. six years old. I was like, dude, that's that's too young. Come on. <laughs> that's my kids. That's yeah, fine. You can't sell them <laughs> your products now. It's like... Come on, Vincent. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Vincent, sell, how do you like this <laughs> vintage 1966 orange amplifier? That's right. Uh, but there's an interesting trend if you, if you notice, especially in texting, where... The younger, not everyone, but uh, millennials tend to just leave auto caps on. And most people older just leave it on because that's how it comes on your phone, right? They'll turn the, the auto caps off. So everything's in lowercase. Have you noticed that? Mm-mm. I have That is definitely a that. thing. Yeah. It's like mm. a more informal way of communicating. It's like a stylistic choice. If you look so, it up, there's articles talking about so, it. So, hold on, I'm confused because there was a period of time not too long ago whenever if you did type something in all lowercase, it kind of showed that you were lazy and that you should put capitalizations where they're needed. So that changed. Yeah, now that's changed be, to where like it's almost like a signifier of where you are in your age. If you're yeah. using autocaps... You're probably over thirty, See, basically. This is this is all came around then because I remember like when the like before Facebook and all that stuff back in the aughts, so that so to speak, it was common to just use all lowercase. Mm-hmm. That was a common thing. Yeah, it's came back around. Brian speaks exclusively in leet speak. 
he's replaced every single <laughs> one of his E's with a three. And and he uses exclamations and ones instead of eyes just to keep me is, on my toes. Is that wrong? There's nothing wrong, wrong with that, Brian. You know what? I I just is it past the vibe check? I'm just curious. It's, yeah, past the vibe check. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I I just noticed something. So much like the how mom jeans are cool again, uh, the the capitalization has came back around. So you know right. you remember the SNL skit making fun of mom jeans. Well, that's the cool way to wear your pants now. No Mom matter jeans who are, you are. are on fleek at the moment, right? Yeah, they're on fleek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I said something bit, modern. I think that's, that, that's a little think too that's old. That's ah. old, Papa. Yeah, that's a little old. Yeah. <laughs> nice language on fleek. What, what are you, 40? <laughs> <laughs> I'd take 40, to be fair. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking I'll it in a heartbeat. That sounds good. Yes, I'm 40. That's, yeah. Let's go there. <laughs> um. Mm. Well, it was a very annoying outage. Uh, we are back. Um, but, yeah, the the Zuckerberg Empire is a very interesting proposition. Um, he controls a huge amount of media power. I'm not he, sure he is the world's most responsible individual, judging by the multiple videos of him on an electric surfboard wearing weird sunglasses fencing in VR. Uh, he's a kind know, of. But he did make guy. sure he was properly sunscreened, so he was cautious about that. I mean, what does he use for sunscreen? Given how white he is, does he just go out there in an entirely black cloth suit just to Would absorb? You, see that all... you didn't see the picture, Richard. <laughs> I didn't see the picture of him in. He sunscreen. was surfing, and his he. You know how the the classic thing is like some people will use just a bunch on their nose where their nose is all white. Yes, he did that to his entire face. <laughs> like his whole face was ghost white with well, sunscreen. Yeah. It's good to be protected against the sun, but I believe that he is a goddamn alien from another planet. The only reason he did that is because he cannot live on our atmosphere long enough without his special nutrients. Right. He's not right. It's it's. I can't say too much because we'll get cancelled here. Well, I was gonna say, watch next week. Our yeah. Facebook goes down for uh, for unexplained reasons. Oops, sorry. So this might be this might be weird. It's a weird thing to talk about, but I know that there is a. Uh, well, let's try to make this as vague as possible. There is another guitar media entity that has a fairly large. Facebook group attached to it. And I know that Zuckerberg, the real Zuckerberg, from the verified account, joined that group. Wow. Yes, this was a few years ago. Zuckerberg plays guitar. I didn't know. I don't know if he plays guitar or if he just wants to monitor it, but it is a group that... Zuckerberg's a member of Petal Birds of Actual Doom. (laughs) <laughs> yep, that's the one. I thought so. Uh, so all that to say is these people are close enough to me that they sent a screenshot and were like, dude, should we say anything about this? And I was like, absolutely not. Like, there's no way. Like, if you make a big stink about it, there will be people who leave your group and there will be people, even though Zuckerberg can literally monitor everything on Facebook regardless mm-hmm. of privacy settings, it does not matter. Um there will be people, it'll just be more of a stink than it's worth. So just play it cool and uh, let him do whatever he wants to do. Actually, it's his sandbox at the end of the day. So he's going right. to do whatever he wants to do. Um, 
Interesting. So all that well, to say is, I wouldn't be surprised if old Zucks is tuning in right now. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Right. Uh, we love you. Yeah. Uh, we love everything you do. Please send us free sunglasses with cameras in, fencing equipment, and uh, remote controlled or however they're working surfboards. Um, we've got Bill Gates as a member of our our group, um, so we've trumped Zuckerberg because we've got the guy who runs the servers that Zuckerberg uses. Ah, yes, and the guy that injected us with the metal zones. You had to bring it up again. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know how sensitive our audience is to to the inbuilt 5G metal zone chip. Speaking of metal zones, I just uh, had an interview with a couple of fellas um, who you you guys may be familiar with, uh, Brad Polinsky and Chris Gill. They both have been in guitar media, I think, longer than I've been alive. Um the reason I bring up the Metal Zone thing is because Chris Gill worked for Boss for, oh, well, Roland for a while, and actually was one of the people who conceptualized the Metal Zone. He had, he informed me about on the podcast. So that was pretty interesting. Um, but they they just published a book. Uh, it's called Eruption Conversations with Eddie Van Halen because they've they got, had decades where they were interviewing him, uh, and it was a really fun chat. So. Just a plug for the Tone Mob podcast, but it was an especially enjoyable episode. I think people will like that one. It's fun. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'll have to listen to that. Good stuff. That was really an interesting segue, wasn't it? Look what I did there. Well, I have nothing to add other than that sounds really amazing. But I say that to nearly everything you say because you live in exotic Portland. Mm, and, so exotic. And not... Um, 1970s Britain, which is where I now live, of course, uh, without getting too political. Uh, but things are going backwards in my country. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Well... The seventies were a wild time, from what I understand. So no, they know. were dull, and all cars broke down every day, and we had no internet. Zuckerberg was probably alive in some other form, though. Um, <laughs> it was probably his pupa stage, where he was just gestating <laughs> underground before coming out as the weird insect lizard man that he, he possibly is. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm not happy with this nineteen seventies lifestyle, Blake. I need to grow my hair longer. You gave me the weirdest image <laughs> in my head of Zuckerberg crawling out of a cocoon, uh, much like got... Danny DeVito out of the couch in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, <laughs> he has wow. got that weird insectoid body as well, hasn't he? I mean, he's a very mm. fit and healthy young man, and more power to all fit and healthy young men if they are humans. But he's not a human, so he's definitely insectoid. 
Well, that's it. We're not going to get our podcast sponsored by Oculus VR anytime soon. I can tell you that much right now. I do have an Oculus VR set. They are actually really good. I would say that's one of the better products they've come out with. Um, really? You have one? Yeah. I've watched a couple of concerts on it, been on a roller coaster, and played a game that was so scary it made everyone in my family scream. Uh, what how realistic that? does it look like? Uh, so I've got the first generation Oculus Go, and it's it's not full HD, really. It's like strapping a, a last generation phone to your eyes. But you get pretty well into <laughs> it. It's, it's, it's pretty decent. It's much better than those headsets where you actually do put a phone in them. Uh, mm. I think it's a good bit of hardware. I want to try the Oculus Quest, the, the newer version, with more horsepower and two controllers. So uh, if if my good lady wife is listening, you can buy me that for Christmas. Um, but yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. My daughter's a big fan of VR. I've only had a little bit of experience with it, and the rest of the family was blown away. And I was going, "Hmm, yeah, okay." Like I didn't, I wasn't that impressed to be honest. But I don't remember which headset it was. I, I kind of had the same reaction eventually as I did to the Wii, which is. Yes, it's very clever that you can have these games where you do what you would do in real life when you're playing them, but that stops them from being fun games because part of the fun of a game is it's your mind interfacing directly through your hands and controller to the screen and you're not getting out of breath as you jump from platform to platform or swing from rope to rope. The minute you add in actual physical activity, it's less of a game and it becomes very tiring very quickly. Exercise at that point, right? Mm-hmm. It, basically, it's ex- it's exercise with graphics. For, for who me, wants to be healthy? And, I mean, that's stupid. I just want to smoke some weed and play some video games. <laughs> but is that about right? But does for, that nail it? Is, for, that, is that what you're going for? I mean, what that, I'm that's, saying that's though is like, I'd rather just, <laughs> just go do the thing. Yeah, like the bowling. Exactly. There's the wee bowling. I'm like, how about I just go bowling? Right, like. You know, that sounds much more fun to me. I, yeah. That's I mean, my you're probably not going to go paragliding or sort of jetpacking. So there are some experiences that you can't simulate. However, I'm not sure they're that much fun really anyway, unless you've got lasers. So, yeah, not for me, the VR uh, thing. But the technology has come along a long way. Uh, I hope uh, I hope to get something super high def soon, which might be, might be it. Uh, I, I didn't try any music See, I, apps, though. I think mm. I would like a I would like a flight simulator. This, that's just my thing. That is VR based, but super super high def. I'm pretty that's sure awesome. the new flight simulator can be running. The Microsoft flight simulator can be running in VR. And I I can't get the newest Xbox yet, so, but that's the only reason I'm buying the new Xbox. I'm on the same page, dude. It looks so so good, doesn't it? Mm. Oh um, yeah. But I will be very disappointed in you if you don't immediately spend ten thousand pounds on a fake cockpit. Um, oh, do you know how bad I would love to do that? I, I know exactly how I would how love bad. to do that. Have you seen how much you can Talk buy about now? the guy that had a space shuttle as a kid <laughs> in the driveway. Uh, we need pictures of the space shuttle, Bri. I know, I can't find any. Yeah, right. You, I, I really thought you sent some at one point. Sent some? I know there's a Mac, there's a newspaper article that has a picture of it somewhere, but I, my mom sent me everything. Wait, it, I it was in it. the newspaper. At that time, yeah, this is the, the 70s. Indiana boy flies to moon. I no, love like it. Mar- oh. <laughs> Martinsville newspaper where like, you know, John, John Farmer's cows got out. Also, his neighbor has a space shuttle in the driveway. That sort of thing. <laughs> mm. yeah. So, yeah. 
you know, readership of at least three or four hundred. Whoa. Ma- mainly <laughs> bovine uh, readers, I would have thought. In, Pretty much. In, in Martinsville. Didn't you, uh, didn't you see a guy walking down the street with a horse on a lead the other day? <laughs> My son actually saw it because he lives uh, he lives in a in a, um, a hip city south of here called Bloomington. That's like our Portland kind of sort of in a way sort of. Um, and uh, so he he lives there. And of course he came back through Martinsville because we had the Fall Foliage Festival Parade. Easy you know, for you to foliage say. Foliage Festival yeah. Parade. Fall Foliage Ve- Festival Parade this weekend. Um, so, he, but he came up to have some Wait, dinner with us. You, you, and have... he was telling me. He said, "You know, you're in Martinsville. Whenever you see a grown man walking a horse on a leash down the sidewalk." I think I'm more interested by the fact that you have a festival to celebrate leaves. That seems a little bit over enthusiastic. Well, you um, see, leaves are part of the culture there. You know. Yes. Not only do they have a festival, you know, for the changing of the seasons with the leaves. We've talked about it many times. They literally put leaves into their mouth. Like, they <laughs> love leaves down there. It's their favorite thing. Mostly tobacco leaves. Though. Yes, yes, yes. Mostly, yes. but some brave souls will try a little bit of holly just for a bit of spice, maybe. <laughs> a little bit prickly there, but, you know, can be fun. I so here's the thing: for it to actually be a horse on a leash, as opposed to someone leading a horse along by its reins, the guy has to be stood behind it, and the horse has to be pulling him slightly. Yeah, I That's, agree. Otherwise, it's just a guy leading a horse. I I don't know. It's still a weird thing to see in town, though. We need you know, details, I mean, uh, Bri. Come on. This town has a lot of, as Travis would say, methodextrians. <laughs> you know? um, Methodactors? Yeah. Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Think pedestrians, those who consume meth, you know, mm-hmm. on the daily, and uh, combine those two, and that's, there's, there's a lot of that. Those are town. simply st- stimulant enthusiasts, Brian. That's <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's what you really should never put down on your resume or, or CV, as we call it. Uh, hobbies, stimulant enthusiasts. <laughs> <laughs> I regularly like to try snuffing powders up my nose. Not a, not a good move. Uh, it's not because I like the effect. I just love how they smell. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Drugs about that, kids. The marketing literature. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I completed a guitar solo, uh, challenge this week. I learned two guitar solos in one day. One of them was a solo that I first started learning 30 years ago. And remember thinking at the time, this is too weird for my brain to cope with. It's not a difficult solo, but my brain just couldn't cope with it 30 years ago. And I've never got round to actually learning it. And one day I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to sit down and learn it. So it. It's the solo to Purple Haze, so it's not a very long solo, it's not a very difficult solo, but it's not your standard twiddle around in a, you know, shape two of the pentatonic type solo. There's a little bit of movement. And I just, for some reason, I've it's always been a solo that I've been like, yeah, one day I'll pick it up. One, and I just went, no, I'm going to do it this time. I was so pleased when I completed this little challenge. And I just wondered whether you guys had ever kind of just like never bothered learning somebody else's solo and then eventually <laughs> challenged yourself to it three decades later. Yeah, I uh, I can't remember the last solo I learned. 
<laughs> I, I don't. I, I honestly cannot remember for the life of me the last time I tried to sit down and learn a solo. I, I know I have. It's I, hard. I know that I've done it, but I can't remember. Yeah, I, I, can't remember. I, I much prefer That's, playing my own stuff. Clearly, and yeah. Yeah, so I had, I've always had this theory, and it kind of backfired on me, but I always had this theory that I didn't ever want to learn how to play something note for note. Right. Um, I wanted to learn how to, I wanted to listen to it and then like try to play it how I heard it. Reinterpret in your own jazz style. Right. right. And I, I only did that from reading guitar magazines as a youth growing up and everyone yelling how you had to have your own style. What I noticed is when I got older, I, I never learned any new tricks. Exactly. You know, yeah. and so like I had to go back and relearn the solo. Like, holy shit, that's a lot harder than I thought it was. Yeah. Um, and, but that taught me new tricks, you know? So, I mean, that's, um, as one who likes a lot of guitar soloist type stuff, I like to do that, but I'm still like, there's certain things I can't do. Like, I cannot alternate speed pick at all. I'm just, I'm very, like, I'm 110 beats a minute and sloppy at that. That fast? Wow. It's it's super sloppy. Like I I can literally finger pick faster than I can alternate pick. Yeah, and, and I'm super the same. There's, there's loads of techniques I can't do it. And like you, Blake, I never thought it was worth learning people's solos because I wanted to play my own stuff and and do it my own way. But exactly what Brian said, I, I found myself in a box. I found that I was literally playing the same things every time I picked the guitar up. The only way to break myself out of this was learning other people's work note for note, which is really hard especially if you're a gentleman of a certain age and mental capacity because you know like homer says every time i learn a new solo it seems to push one out of my brain but <laughs> I, I am adding over over time just about uh, and, and and my repertoire is increasing and it, it it's a really good exercise you should never try and you know emulate another guitarist completely but it is a really good exercise i think why i got turned off from it was from a very young age one of my friends who first really helped me get into guitar, he's one of those disgusting individuals who can just play everything, you know? He's like, oh, I, I can shred the drums. Oh, okay, I shred guitar, trumpet, right. whatever. It didn't matter. He'd play everything. His brother was a big shredhead. Like, he, would, he could shred solos like Steve Vai all day long. But he couldn't play a song. He could not play a song. Yeah, I'm he would, like he would, that too. He'd be like, check this out. And he would play Eruption note for note. I'd be like, that's dope. Like, hey, you want to play like, you want to play a song? And he'd be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know it. Yeah, I yeah. don't know how to play any songs. <laughs> he only knew how to play the solos. And he would literally get so mad, he would throw his guitar across the room if he didn't get the solo right. Hmm. But the guy could, he was an amazingly talented guitarist. Uh, could probably, I don't think he's played in 20 years and he could probably walk in this room and just play circles around me from a, a technique perspective. But the guy... Because it's kind of like finger acrobatics at that point. Right. It is. It, it's not really... It, I hate to say it like this, but it's not really musicianship in the same way. It's more just like, look how skilled I am at right. this one thing. Um, but if you can't put it together in a song, it's kind of worthless. And I think that turned me off from really caring about that stuff as much as I should. I'm not, I'm yeah. not saying it, that I, I shouldn't. I that should. always reminded me like the person that like, look at me, I can do 30 pull-ups. You're like, that's great. Let's see you, um, you know, 
pick up that heavy object and move it for me. Like, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, well, that's pointless. You're okay, you can do pull-ups. That's great if you're a monkey. Why you, you need to pull what? yourself into a tree, man. <laughs> what are you going to do? Well, how's that practical in any way? Why have you got to attack me constantly? It's always about the personal attacks on me, Bri. Come on. <laughs> Are you saying that you can do 30 pull-ups? Is that what you're saying? In my dreams. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've never put a pull-up pull up bar in because I don't want the embarrassment of pulling my house down. That's just not fun. Uh, I, I'm with you, Blake. I, I do not le- learn solos without learning the rest of the song, for full disclosure. I can't just learn a solo. I have to learn the entire song, but it happened with the particular solos I learned. I already knew every other part of the song, but... You're right. I mean, if you take a song like um, Lionel Richie's Hello, which is a great solo to play through. Hello, <laughs> is it me you're looking for? Mm. That sounded just like Lionel. <laughs> I was going to say, are you, are you bringing the Commodores back together? Like, oh, wait, no, it's, it's Brian. It, <laughs> the resemblance so, is uncanny. It sounded so much like him. The the timbre, the, 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 the range, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, the delivery was spot on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, that is a lump of clay, your work. What? Well, that's not a lump of clay, Bri. That's a dirty <laughs> protest. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> you lowered the tone first. But you take a song like Hello, and actually the sort of the song structure and chords are almost more difficult than the solo to kind of pull off perfectly. So you, you've got to play both bits. Otherwise, you're only you know, playing half of a song, let's say. Uh, not even that in time-wise, but probably in impact-wise. So, yeah, I love learning whole songs. It's a really good exercise for someone like me who is still trying to get his midlife crisis band together. But I think I've moved it a couple of steps further, boys. I think... Yeah, I've, I've been playing a lot more acoustic lately, actually. Have what? you? Yeah. Grandpa mm-hmm. guitar. Well, <laughs> I actually need another acoustic. Of I just course have a cheaper you tailor. do. Yes, mm-hmm. well, I, mean, I literally have like the cheapest tailor you could buy, and I, I think I'm. And at the at the time, I'm like, well, I need a decent acoustic, but I don't need like a nice one. But I've been playing so much now. I'm like, mm, I probably need to put off that Explorer and probably actually buy a decent. Which is acoustic. why he went down the shop and bought a ten thousand dollar Martin. He's like, I just need something <laughs> a little bit better. Oh, look, I, I got just... some extra tax money I need to get rid of. Let's just buy a hundred thousand dollar Dumble and an acoustic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I need a nice acoustic myself. Mm. I forget how much I really enjoy it until I go over to my dad's place and play his nice acoustics. And I'm like, ah. Mm. Oh. Oh, yeah, see, I, need a nice I am so deficient in my acoustic knowledge. I, I, this is where I, I was. I was like, okay, I need to buy a new acoustic, but I don't have a lot of experience with a lot of different types of acoustics. So I don't know what I want. I can't order anything online because I need to go somewhere that has a bunch so I can play through them. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like going Sweetwater is the closest big big store here. I think probably. So I think thinking of uh, maybe going up there and just spending a day and just playing one after another. You make they really- have. Good that point, new right. storefront you got to check out, right? They do. I haven't seen a new storefront. Yeah, it looks amazing. It does. I want to go so bad. Mm. You should go. We should go together. Okay, I'm sure we should, can figure that out. Should fly that fly down here on your private jet. I'll fly on my private jet. I I do have a trip coming up. Got that tone mob money. <laughs> <laughs> so much money. There's so much money just laying around. <laughs> I didn't just buy a used 10-year-old <laughs> minivan for the family or anything right. like that. <laughs> yeah, spent that on a new Learjet. That's fine. Uh, I am planning a trip right now to Oklahoma. 
um, which is a lot closer to Indiana than Oregon is. So True. I don't know. We'll yep. see. Yep. see. What's happening in Oklahoma? Everything. Like all the big pedal builders are there. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, well, Keely invited me down. He wants to do a he wants to do a, a video and a, a in person podcast because him and I have never done it in person. Well, we have, but a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Keely invited me down because they got their new shop, and he wanted to take me around to that. And then I was like, well, if I'm there, I gotta go hit up Jacob at F five, who does enclosures mm-hmm. for everyone under the sun, practically. Uh, I gotta hit up Walrus. I gotta hit up uh, Creation Music Company. I gotta hit up Old Blood, and hopefully, I'm not forgetting anybody else. While I'm listening, so, people off. There's well, so there's many people so in Oklahoma. Many, there's a lot of pedal builders in Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of silly. What's Oklahoma famous for, way. other than a musical? Pedal builders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and pedal builders. Yeah, I've actually heard Tulsa's awesome. Which is where uh, John from Creation is. So I'm kind of excited to check out Tulsa. It's supposed to be a, a hip happening place. My so only knowledge. My only knowledge of Tulsa is 24 Hours from Tulsa. The song uh, I think Gene Pitney sung it. Um, but we have a place in London. See, I'm, I'm thinking Tulsa time. Yeah, that's what I was me. thinking too. Yeah, living on Tulsa time. Living on Tulsa time. <laughs> Huh. You know that song, Richard? Come on. Never heard that song in what? my life. What? But you've got a nice voice, Blake. You should sing more. Oh, thank you, Richard. That's oh, wait. Right. So Blake's got a nice voice, but I don't. <laughs> Fine. You know I love your voice too, Bri, especially when you bring out the doctor. Hey, we don't tell you. You got to harmonize with me. Hey, we don't no, There you go. Yeah. Me, me, me. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Living on toes of time. me up so bad. <laughs> Dudes, I am clipping that. You are never living this one down. Oh, man. And with that, the podcast was <laughs> over for good. <laughs> Everyone unsubscribed. Now, it's, it it's interesting, though, because I did test out how bad my singing was using a revolutionary new guitar tool. Uh, and that revolutionary new guitar tool is you go to Google and type guitar tuner, and it brings up a guitar tuner in your browser. That so, was cool. I did uh, not know that was a thing. So my thought was, okay, they're collecting data, but what for? They're building they the ultimate the Google guitar. We are taking no all the for them to make it. T- there's literally no reason for them to make a tuner unless it's benefiting them well, somehow. I, well, don't, hey, don't, don't forget about this, though, Brian. So Google's a massive company with lots and lots of resources. Uh, similarly, Tesla is a massive company, albeit I would say probably smaller than Google, uh, with lots and lots of resources. Google engineers do have probably a little bit of leeway with things. Much like Elon decided, I want my cars to be able to dance. Mm-hmm. Why do the cars need to dance? They don't need to dance. Does it benefit the company? Nope. But the but cars that's kind dance. of Elon flex, though, right? And so I could see Google, somebody, some engineer at Google's like, you know, I could just do this real quick. They, they do yeah. encourage their little toys, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I have no idea why they do. But but what is strange? I think it's just so they can turn their so so it gives them more ability to turn on the microphone. Of course, I guess they can do that whatever the hell they want. Anyways. I was going to say, I think so, they got that. That's that's covered already. I mean, I I tuned my guitar up, and what was strange was I, I immediately got loads of adverts for guitar lessons and. Uh, 
music lessons and you should stop doing this right now lessons. So I don't know how that worked, but yeah. Mm, so what you're saying is that we could use Google and target guitar players. Exactly. Simply based on whether they use the tuner or not. Exactly. What I did discover is I sing sharp. I thought I sung flat, but I sing sharp, which is the same as singing flat, but just singing a bit lower. But uh, yeah, I'm a terrible (laughs) singer. But I've only tried tuning my voice to it. So I I didn't get the the six standard guitar Well, are you saying you can pick out, like, I'm going to sing an F? Yes. Without, like, playing an F? Well, that's what, I mean, the way the tuner works is it's just a microphone. It's using your microphone in your laptop to... Uh, analyze the tone that's coming through it and turn it into a 440 hertz reference and, and tune you in. So I just thought, I'm just going to sing some notes at it and see what happens. So Oh, you just found... Okay, I, I see what you're saying. I thought yeah. you were going like, I hear F, and you just started singing F. I'm like, no, that's ridiculous. I will slap you through the screen if you can do that. <laughs> no, I definitely there can't do that. There are people who can do that. Yeah, that's but... only Rick Beato's family, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, I did try and... and uh, I think I tried to sort of sing an E, and it was a C sharp. So I'm not far off, but... C sharp. Well, that's an E to somebody. Depends where you play that on the, on the guitar. It's what we call it. a folky over here. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to bend it. You just got to bend it a little bit, and it'll be whatever you want. Yeah, it to be. there you go. But mm-hmm. uh, obviously it's not as accurate as having an actual pedal board tuner. It's not as convenient as having one where your signal's going through, unless for some bizarre reason you, you are plugging your... Guitar, and I suppose if you plugged it into your audio interface, it would read that. Uh, I think it's a really great thing, but I don't think it's going to change the market for tuners at all. Do you guys? Mm. No, no, mm. no. There have been tuner apps on phones forever, and I yeah, don't think I, that I've is... got one, and it's a useful backup. But yeah, I use it all the time, but it's not replacing a pedal tuner or even a headstock tuner. Honestly, it's, it's still less convenient. It's more like, oh crap, I can't find any of my tuners. Oh, I do have my phone, though. Yes, I think it's a great backup. I, I, I'm I'm here for Google and it, their toys. That's all I got. You all right, Brian? Yeah, 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 yeah. Has <laughs> he had another yeah. stroke? <laughs> it looked like, looked like that was more than he could handle there for a moment. Oh, really? No, no, no. I just read something and I had to really contemplate it. What did you read? Deeply. Um. Basically, uh, the structures of the cochlea vibrate in response to sound with a particular vibratory pattern. Vibratory pattern, which is the traveling wave, allows the inner hair cells and their connections to the auditory nerve to send signals to the brainstem and brain about the sound's vibration and its frequency content. Are you talking about the 2,000 hertz oscillation you were hearing in your ear before the podcast? I was going to say you're still having the old tinnitus. Maybe 600. Do what? I think we should call our next pedal the vibrating oscillation. I think that's a great name for a pedal. Vibrating oscillation. Yeah, and uh, Brian's checking to see if it's been copyrighted. I'm, I'm joking. We're not calling our next pedal the vibrating oscillation. Maybe we are. That's I'll have more to say on that in the Patreon section of the podcast. Um, <laughs> I will not mention what is going through my head right now. I think we can are we, gonna, are we, gonna, are we just going to ignore this Black Star thing? I feel like we're just ignoring the biggest the biggest news of the day. Besides, we have our Instagram back. Yeah, that's well. That was yesterday's news. That made me very happy. Um, okay, no, might, you mentioned it. We might as well talk about it, even though it's the not. biggest news of the day. Is I can see a ride symbol behind Blake, and that is making me very happy. Oh, that one? Yes. 
and you played it so nicely. I played it with my... <laughs> it sounded uh, nothing like a man bashing a tin can with a metal <laughs> hammer. <laughs> oh, check you out. I got cymbals. I got... Got drums for days. I mean, I could do the same, but it'd be showing off. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying that I'm showing off my massive drum skills? You are. As I flick this guitar string yeah. winder at, violently I, at I random say, drums? Just, just one tip from a sort of amateur drummer to another. You probably will uh, lengthen the lifespan of your drum skins if you don't hit them with plugs. That's not a good thing to do. These drum skins are destroyed. They are not... They don't deserve to be preserved in any way, shape, or form. They need discarded and replaced. They are mm. so old and so beaten. Ugh. It's because of your power metal. But anyway, Black Star pedals with tubes in, Bri. Talk to me about them. Tell me why you love them so much mm. and why you're sending me all of them immediately. This is Black Star amps, right? They've yes. got pedals now? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Black they, they've they've done this tube thing for a while. They, and they look actually cool. did pretty good. They, they look cool. Yeah, they actually I actually really do like like the uh the previous stuff I've tried from Blackstar that's tube based. I actually like all their stuff really. They really like good products at a good price. Um but these have I don't know if it's IRs or just DSP emulation. If it's DSP it's, emulation, my question to Blackstar would be why not just make it an IR? Like this really? Is, this there's the Seriously. there's cab rig, um, Blackstar's own DSP speaker simulator that recreates the sound of a mic'd up guitar cabinet for recording or amp replacement purposes. A selection of over 250 virtual combinations is available to choose from through the Companion Architect software, and you'll be able to store three on one pedal at a time. So it doesn't say if it's IR, so it doesn't. I mean, it basically sounds like IRs, but, but with a different like it, name. Yeah. But you would say impulse response, would I mean? Because a DSP emulation does not necessarily mean an impulse response. It's mm, a good point. You know, it could be fancy EQ, in other words, and impulse response is my favorite more type in of EQ. A digital EQ? No, fancy EQ. That's oh, my favorite. Because fancy wasn't my name. <laughs> You're very, very singy tonight. He said, here's your one chance, Fancy. Don't, Don't let, let me, me down. down. Are you, are you uh, excited today or something? Is something happening to you? To me? Yeah. You're, you're in a really good mood. You're singing a lot. You're smiling. You're not wearing a hat. I'm going to hat. a concert in a couple days. I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, who are you going uh, to see? Um, I'm seeing a guy named Rustin Kelly. He's a... Not sure how you'd describe his his thing. He he released an album called Dirt Emo, and I feel like that's a fairly accurate description of his sound. He's kind of country, kind of emo, but not at the same time. Oh, it's, I've got to, it's, I, it's pretty cool. I've got to give this a very quick shout out because remember before I um I shared uh, an article from uh, Viz Comic about podcast be gone spray. Um, yes. They've done another one this time. They've done a comic strip called My Chemical Toilet, and it is about all the members of My Chemical Romance forcing Frank Iero to empty the chemical toilet because he's only been with the band 19 years, not 20 years like the other members. <laughs> and the level of detail, I showed it to my daughter, who's a massive MCR, and she's like, that actually looks like them. So, I mean, British humor is alive and well, and, and, and it lives in the pages of Viz Comic from time to time. 
I'll have to check it out. Frank's a buddy, so. I will, oh, you uh, know Frank Iero? I do. He's been on the podcast before. Um, My daughter would be very, very impressed by this. She went to see uh, Frank Iero play. I forget what the name of his band was, but she's got the Phantomatic Wheelchair, the Frank Iero model, right? Oh, I think we've talked about this yeah, before, we, actually. I have no, no memory. Frank is a, he's a super cool dude. Uh I have a picture of him on my Instagram from years back uh, playing my my Les Paul Jr. We went and nerded out on a bunch of... He's a big gear guy, so... Is he? He had a, quite the nerd fest. Good dude. Really liked that guy. I mean, Leela was a huge, huge fan of him. Um, I never really got that sort of music myself. It was all a bit hippie, hipster for me. Did you listen to, did you listen to Black Parade? Some of... It As was okay. Fan, I, I, think, I, I, I quite like it. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been to see all the trendy bands. I went to see Fallout Boy once. That that's trendy, right? Mm, yeah, they're, they're hip happening <laughs> youngsters. <laughs> About the same era, I guess. For yeah, I don't think they're that young anymore. I think they're they're probably older than me. Check it out, though. I can't see it. It's uh, oh. Uh, this is great audio. This is exactly what everyone wants to hear, is me mm-hmm. struggling to read a comic book through the screen. It's funny. Yeah, read it. Do that. Right, I'm done. You can all go away. You've been too mean to me tonight. <laughs> Richard, I love you. You're on your own there. Okay. Not even I love me. <sighs> hmm. This is the worst like transition to an end. That I was going to say, Brian, are, are you reading War and Peace or something? <laughs> you just sat no. there going, hmm, ooh. So, yeah. so uh, my attention is easily diverted sometimes, and today it's easily diverted. I just noticed that uh, apparently Eddie Van Halen's cause of death has been revealed, and Wolfgang is not very happy about it. TMZ released it, so you oh, know it's, it's good. Oh. Good stuff. What did, good stuff. What, what we was even it? repeat it? I'm not even going to repeat it. Oh, no. no, out of respect. If you want to, you can Google it, but yeah, that publication it just, sucks. I, yeah, it's a douche move. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you this, though. Uh, we were watching, you know, like greatest hits of the 80s or one of those sort of compilation music shows the other day, and Van Halen came on. And of course, it was Jump, so not the most Eddie-tastic song, but still a great song. And I was like, Anna, Anna, listen to this. And she's like, well, I love this song. I was like, listen to the guitar side. She's like, why didn't we ever go and see them? I'm like, I told you, he is absolutely 100% game-changing at this point. So I think I've converted Anna to liking Eddie Van Halen now. Good That's great. Work. Good work. That's good parenting right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. Well, Anna's my uh, wife. I was going to say, so, uh, wait, what? <laughs> unless you know something I don't know about our relationship. Oh, sorry. <laughs> For some reason, I was thinking you met your daughter. No. Uh, no. That's a bit awkward there, Bri, but thanks, Eddie. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. You, can tell, you can tell Anna when you get off this podcast that you are now her father? <laughs> nope. This that's is... going to get weird real quick. <laughs> it, I mean, it, I think it is weird already. Oh, yeah, like I'm going to have to go and bleach out my brain now because Brian has infected me with his Indiana nonsense for 56 minutes. <laughs> and Just because that's how they do it in Indiana doesn't mean the rest yeah. of the world is that way. <laughs> exactly. What do you mean? That's not normal? <laughs> uh, <sighs> right. Well, Keep I think we should um, hop over to Patreon where we, we can give our Unexpurgated views on certain matters. That's a good idea. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> See you later. Good night.
Thanks for listening to the Chasing Tone podcast. As always, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can email podcast at wamplerpedals.com and I'll personally get your email. To email Blake, simply email info at tonemob.com and Richard can be reached at richard at wamplerpedals.com. If you'd like to show your support for the show, the simplest and free way to do that is simply to share this podcast with a friend, leave a review and a rating wherever you normally get your podcasts. Also check out Blake's podcast called The Tone Mob and make sure you check out wamplerpedals.com for blogs, videos, and of course, guitar effects. If you'd like to hear the post-podcast conversations and to get even more content, to be be one of the cool kids on the bus, check out uh, our Patreon at patreon.com slash chasing tone podcast. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.